Are there days when you feel frustrated because you're not seeing progress, but yet you continue to do the same things over and over expecting a different result? Are there days you feel defeated, lost, or hopeless and feel like giving up? Well, you're in the right place, my friend, and I can help. This is the Road to Health podcast, and my name's Tamar, your host for this adventure. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and make my goals and dreams a reality. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that life throws at me, but by working on developing the way I think and how I take action, I've learned to build a firm belief in my own ability to change. No one needs to take this journey alone, so if you want to be empowered to live up to your true potential and meet the challenge of change, join me on the road to health. Hey everyone, Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast, where as usual, my mission is to empower you to live up to your true potential because you are capable of so much more than you think, and I'm here to get your back. So if you haven't already, today is the day that the Discover Your Ikigai Facebook challenge starts. You can still hop on there. You can head on over to my website, www.theroadforward.ca forward slash Ikigai challenge. Ikigai is spelled I-K-I-G-A-I and it is not too late to catch up. Sign up today and you'll get access to the week long including the grand prize which will be announced on Saturday after the workshop that I'm hosting and it's really going to give you a well-rounded just base to achieve those goals in the end of 2020 beginning of 2021. In the week long you will gain focus, find direction and build resilience and we could all use a little emotional resilience. So this health journey that I've been on, I got to be honest, the eating part has been so difficult, especially because I started off COVID very strong, lost 30 pounds, been doing pretty good, and then kind of got stagnant again. And it happens to the best of us. The difference is now I'm not being as hard on myself and I'm just starting up again. And you know, I've been really struggling since I went off keto a few months back it's been hard. I mean, I've had those sugar cravings back and I haven't been able to stay consistent. And so I'm just taking it one day at a time. And I think this is the way with all of our journeys. We have to give ourselves grace when we fall off the wagon or what we perceive to fall off the wagon. Because you know what, at the end of the day, if you have a plan, you have your goals set, you have a vision of what it is you want to accomplish. As long as you take one small step forward each and every single day, you will head in the right direction. So this next few weeks, my focus is to really get back on track with keto. It's been a couple weeks now. I'm feeling much better. And then just see where it takes me, right? Because I do want to hit that final goal. I told you guys I was going to lose 40 pounds by June. I just came short and that's okay because I am enjoying the process. I'm enjoying this journey and I'm just going to keep making those small steps forward every day. So if you're struggling, I know where you're at. I'm in the same boat from time to time. Just make sure you keep moving forward. I am super excited to bring you today's episode because on today's episode, 
I get to chat with my dear friend, Amy Carlson, who is the host of the Toxin Terminator podcast, also the best-selling author of the book, The Toxin Terminator, so I'll make sure I leave that in the show notes for you to check out. But I absolutely adore this woman. I met her a year ago when I joined the Rise and Bloom Mastermind. So Amy has gotten to be a part of my journey over the last year as I developed the podcast and then also started my journey into entrepreneurship. And I have really looked up to Amy and what she does to help people out. And she's really inspired me to continue to do what I'm doing in this space because Trust me, when you start podcasting and you get to interview all these cool people, you develop some very great friendships and Amy is certainly one of them. We have very similar histories with addiction and now she really talks to people about, you know, the toxins that are in our lives and, you know, the types of detoxes we can do and, you know, not only from the toxins that are obvious, but also that mental detox, right? Because a lot of us, like I've talked about on prior previous episodes, is, you know, the negative self-talk, what we tell ourselves. And so we really dig into all the different types of toxins in our lives and what we can do about it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everyone. I am hanging out with my dear friend, Amy Carlson, today from the Toxin Terminator podcast and... Now the best-selling author, The Toxin Terminator. How are you doing, Amy? Ah, oh, Tamara, I am so awesome. I'm blessed and highly favored, and I just couldn't be more thrilled to be with you this morning. You do such great things out in the world. Uh, a fellow author, best-selling internationally is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm, I'm excited you're here because we finally have a chance to do that because we talk, um, you know, about stuff all the way along since we met each other in Rise and Bloom. And I just love you dearly. So let's introduce you to my audience. So tell us about yourself and what inspired you to do what you're doing today. You know, as with most things in my life, it just kind of fell into my lap. You know, I wasn't looking to be the toxin <laughs> at all. Uh, in fact, when I... Um, it's funny because I had a whole lot of chronic diseases going on in my life and I did what everybody does. I went to the doctor, they sent me to experts, I got put on countless medications and nothing really helped at all. And I didn't know anything else to do. And I just kind of got to a point where it's, well, this is, this is as good as it gets. This is my lot in life, you know, and this is one of the things I see that's wrong with society too, is that, but we all accept that we mm -hmm. all look at, well, you know, we're getting older, we're going to have these aches and pains, we're going to get forgetful, we're going to have these horrible menopause symptoms, you know, it's just like, well, everybody is going through this so that therefore it makes it, you know, that's normal and that's what we should all go through and it's so far from the truth mm -hmm. and I didn't understand that what I was using in my home was actually poisoning my body. I was under the belief that, um, you know, our governing agencies were protecting us as consumers. And as I learned more and more, I found out that that couldn't be farther from the truth. Now, like I say, Health Canada does a much better job than, you know, the, U the U.S. does. European nations do an even better job. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I, I had this friend of mine, you know, to, to talk about 
kept inviting me to this essential oil class. Now, first of all, you have to understand, I didn't even know what the word toxin meant. I really didn't. Um, if you talked to me about toxins back then, I would have thought I was in the automotive industry. I worked on cars for a living. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was, well, it's the things that I carry MSDS sheets for. You know, I knew about chemicals that we had with, within the facility and things that were hazardous materials. That's what I considered um, toxins and essential oils. Sorry, that's for hippies and that's woo-woo stuff and far out. I wanted nothing to do with it. It's <laughs> like, no thanks. Um, but she was persistent and kept inviting me to this opportunity for a year. And I finally said, all right, if I come, will you please leave me alone, <laughs> right? So I went into this whole thing not wanting anything to do with it. It's like, seriously, I'm on, I can't even tell you how many medications that aren't helping and creating other symptoms. And if the doctors can't fix me, how the world is a little bottle going to make a difference in my life? But it did, you know, and I, I had just enough openness in my brain to try one thing and it made all the difference in the world. And, and, I, and I, I say it was my gateway drug to a toxin-free lifestyle because it really was. Wow. I love that. And yeah, you know what? You talk about medication and I remember, um, you know, we've talked about addiction before. Mm -hmm. When I was in my addiction, of course, alcohol didn't help because that's a depressant. But right away, you know, I, I went for medication and my doctor was like, okay, you know what? You're going to be on it for a very short time, but you need to start eating healthier. You're going to take this course that I'm going to push you through. Um, and then we're going to wean you off of it because that's not the solution that's going to do more harm than good. And I actually, I didn't like it at the time because I was a full-blown alcoholic. And I'm like, what? Just give me something that makes me feel good, right? I want some medication. Instant gratification, right? Yes. But that's a great doctor that you had. Yes. It's a great doctor because none of the doctors and specialists that I went to were talking to me about lifestyle at all. None. And in fact, many of them told me because I had really bizarre things happening to my body. And they'd say, you have a very stressful job. I owned businesses. I had a lot of employees. I had a lot of locations, high, high stress. And they say, your job is stressful, but then not give me an opportunity to, well, what, what do I need to do? Mm -hmm. how, how do I change that? You know, or how do I change how I react to that? It was, again, get the prescription pad out. And, and write those those medications. So sorry, I, I cut you off. No, it's okay. Cut me off anytime you want. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? It's after like, and I know there are probably people out there that do need medication. I'm not taking away that that can't help people, but I've also since then really learned, and I still fall into bouts of depression, and I suffer from anxiety at times, but now I've actually started to learn, okay, what can I eat? And I know, and I'm sure you're the, you experience the same, being in this, um, you know, the podcasting world and being able to talk to so many amazing people, mm -hmm. most of the people, and we have common friends that have started using food as medication, right? And really trying to help people, and they've had amazing transformations and gone off like our mutual friend, uh, you know, Marissa, and I had her on my show, she's got bipolar disorder, and right. she's not medicated anymore. Right. Because she went to a more natural means yeah. to do that. And she still says I have my highs and lows, but I feel it now, right? I'm not masking everything anymore. No. So yeah, I love how you touch on that. So 
I don't think a lot of people realize how many toxins are in their food or the products they use in their home. What are kind of the common, um, you know, if people are wondering, okay, I don't know if I'm suffering from this, what are the common symptoms like physical and emotional that come from using those products or stuff in our house? Right. Well, here's the problem is toxin overload happens over a long period of time. Let me first talk about our detoxification system because God created us absolutely beautifully. We have a, an amazing um, ability to handle what what is thrown at us through our skin, through our lungs, through our blood, through our kidneys, through our liver, um, through our lymphatic system. These are all beautiful detoxification systems that work wonderfully together. What happens though is there's five sources of toxins that come into our environment. Um, so number one, we have air, water, food, absorption, and mental. So we're getting bombarded from all these different sources, whether it be inside the home, at our workplace, um, you know, anywhere we are is our environment. So wherever we are, we're getting bombarded with toxins in these five different areas of sources. And what happens then is our body becomes overloaded. And depending upon where the overload is happening, is it happening, you know, going into the kidney? Is it happening coming, uh, you know, out of the kidney in the bile ducts? Is it happening in the liver? Where is the accumulation happening? And, and if we don't pay attention to the first symptoms, and I'm going to get to that in a moment, the toxins back up in the body. And they they get start they got start getting stored in our organs in our our soft tissue in our fat and then it becomes very very difficult to get those toxins out of the body. So the first kinds of symptoms that we might experience are number one is a change in body odor. So if you have a change in body odor, it could very well mean that you are you are starting to get some toxic overload happening. Um, that could be through your sweat. It could be through your um, urination, your bowel movements. If there's a, a significant change in how you are smelling, uh, you know, your breath, um, that could be some of your first symptoms. Um, then we start getting into, if we don't pay attention then, you know, we start getting into issues with skin. Uh, skin is our largest organ, so we might have uh, rashes develop, you know, that are persistent and chronic and um, eczema, psoriasis is considered, you know, a toxic overload, um, you, you know, or just unexplained rashes that develop because our body is trying to remove all these toxins and, and because we can't dispel through the normal channels, it's coming out of the skin. And, you know, and, and so then you see these, these things happening to our skin. Um, also change in skin in terms of I had oily skin and now I have dry skin or I had dry skin and now I have oily skin. When we get to the things like mental fog, when we get to the things of no focus, when we get to digestive issues, we're dang toxic. Mm -hmm. You know, we really are. Um, you know, so there, and there's all kinds of, you know, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, 
um, upset stomach, um, you know, are all things that happen with our, dig our digestive system. And then, of course, if we still don't pay attention to what our body's telling us, then we start getting the autoimmune diseases. We start having the mental health issues. We start having the anxiety, the stress. We start getting into obesity, diabetes, um, autoimmune diseases, cancer. Um, you know, these are all because of our environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you talked about mental toxins. Now, this is something that I've really had to work on over the last, you know, 20 years of my life. I really noticed that because I feel like I'm a bit of an empath. Um, when I hang out with people who are negative and always mm. stuck in that world of self-pity and they're not, they can't recognize the negative self-talk right that and i i work on that in my coaching programs but it's draining you know oh. and it's it's like going to work and having that really negative coworker. and i'm very fortunate that i work in an environment that's you know pretty positive for the most part but i it wasn't always the case and i would come home just feeling drained and i i was like okay that's their person like that that's who they are why am I feeling drained about that? So can you talk a little bit more? Because it is important. Who you surround yourself with makes a big difference in your life. Can you talk about that Absolutely. mental toxin? Yep. Well, and, and just on your description alone about how drained you felt, think about what that person's body's going through, <laughs> you know, and how it's affecting them because they don't escape out of it. So I look at mental toxins as two-sided. They're external um, things that are happening, and then there's internal things that are happening. So external, the biggest external factor that we have is stress, right? Um, first of all, let me tell you that uh, anxiety, you know, stress out there is not going to go away. Mm -hmm. It's there to stay. It's how are you going to deal with it? How are you going to be proactive with it? I don't want to know how you're going to react to it. I want to know how you're going to proactively deal with it because it's not going away. And I can give you tips on that in just a moment. But then the other side of that outside um, mental factor is also energy. So you, we've all heard the saying, we are who we surround ourselves with. And it is so, so very true. And so I like to look at myself as having like these rings around me. Mm -hmm. And so there are certain people I let into that very inner ring and they're select. I have, I'm very, very cautious and careful about who's in that inner ring because their energy is going to be my energy. What their thoughts are, what their words are, what their actions are, those are going to be mine as well. And so I'm very, very protective of who gets into that inner circle. But then I've got kind of a mid range circle that is around me. Now these are people who are uh, friends, but not that I hang around with all the time, you know? So their energies don't have as great an impact on me because they're mid circle. And then there's the outer circle. These are just acquaintances. Um, I know them, but I don't hang around with them. And their energy has no effect on me because they're not in my inner circle and I'm not spending time with them. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. And I, I've literally had to set boundaries with some people in the past yes. because it's like, you know what, maybe you have to be in that second or third ring. Yeah. You know, we all like to think that, oh, 
you know, I can, I can help this person, you know, <laughs> I can, I can pull them up and, and, you know, and sometimes we can, but nine times out of 10, we get pulled down, you know? So unless you're super solid and super strong in where you are many, many times, you know, this is what's happening. The other thing that I got to say about, you know, our energy and our auras that we're putting out is when you are confident and strong and your energy is high, you are going to attract that to you as well. When you are not, when your energy is negative, your vibe is down, your shoulders are hunched, you're, you know, slouched over, that's exactly what you're going to attract into your life. Um, then, then we talk about internal. So internal is those stories we're telling ourselves, right? We have a choice. We do not have to say, you know what? I've been telling this story to myself for the last 40 years. It is what it is. That's BS. You can change it. Um, and you might have to do something very radical to change those stories and to change that mindset and to stop it um, because you do have a choice. What we focus on up here, that committee that's going on in everybody's head, we all have it. You know, we can say no. That's not true. That's not true. And today I choose this, you know, say the words choose, you know, instead of I want, I try, you know, choose, I choose um, because it is, is a choice that you have. Um, for me, I had to incorporate the stop, drop and roll. Have we talked about this before? No, tell us. Okay. So my brain was very negative. I mean, very negative. And listen, I'm seven years into this health and wellness journey, and I can still go there. Tamara and I were just talking before <laughs> we recorded. Um, I had a big thing happen here just a few weeks ago, and I went to that real negative place. It was like I allowed those old stories to surface back up, but I caught myself, mm -hmm. you know, I, and it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, so that's the good thing. So what I had to do is incorporate the stop, drop, and roll. So remember when we were kids and the fire department came to the school and they taught us how if you're on fire, you need to stop, drop to the ground, and roll, and you'll put the fire out, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. We learned that when I was in we did. school. Okay, good, good, good deal. <laughs> and um, so my brain's on fire. When I'm not positive, and, you know, we're not going to be positive 100% of the time, but we sure can make a difference with it. I consider my brain on fire. <clears throat> so I didn't even recognize it. My husband would, and fortunately we worked at home together and he would say, Amy, stop, drop and roll. And so I would stop what I was doing. I would drop to the ground and I would roll and we would laugh and giggle, you know, so I, okay, if you're in an office, maybe it's not <laughs> so good, but I had to physically do something. You know, you might be able to say, you know, when you're, when you have that negative thought, go, wait a minute, visualize a stop sign, mm -hmm. stop. What can I replace that with? What would be a, what could serve me well here? Am I getting the outcome I want having these thoughts? And if I'm not, it's not serving me. So what can I do instead? Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I currently, as you know, I'm, I'm teaching a course called Mensana, which is yeah. Latin for a healthy mind and a healthy body. 
and one of the modules is the red flag concept, right? It's yeah. achieving a fulfilled life. And we talk about the red flag concept in terms of, you know, if you were driving down a street and you saw someone waving a red stop sign or a red flag, you what would, would you do, right? You would stop. And everybody that I ask when I run people through this are like, oh, we would stop. And I said, but here's the thing, right? If you kept going, right, what's the outcome? And they would say, well, disaster, you might fall in this pit or whatever. And I said, but every single day we do this to ourselves. So the big red flag is the word I can't, right? And so I give them a bunch of examples of all these, you know, I'm not good enough. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that like the shoulds or oh, and sure. you and I have taught, right? <laughs> don't say I should or I know. <laughs> and yeah, and don't say I try, I try or I want. You're coming from a place of lack. When yes. you're saying these words, you're, you, what you say inside your head, right inside here, this is what creates your reality. End of story. It starts here. Yeah. So if you're not choosing the right words to say to yourself, you got a red flag. I literally have a red flag here. <laughs> you know, stop. This is not serving me well. Yeah. Danger, 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 danger. Um, you know, and I need to, I, you know, need, you know, I choose to, to do something different instead. Oh, my word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, it's interesting because, you know, we have a week in between our um, classes and you'll get everybody, okay, I want you to notice right now. And when you mm -hmm. actually bring it to their attention, it's like when you ask someone, okay, um, you know, I want you to note every time you see a red car, you start to see a whole bunch of red cars when maybe you've only ever seen blue cars, right? Those are right. the ones that you pick out. So, yeah. but just, you can hear it in their voice. And I had one of the, um, one of the clients in my course, she said, you know, it was funny. I started um, sharing about something with a friend and she said, you know, well, I don't think I can. And all of a sudden she said, hold on, I'm going to rephrase that. And she rephrased it into a more positive sentence. So she said, I'm already more aware now because I can hear myself saying that stuff. And she goes, but it always leads to that self-pity, right? Because how many people have you seen get stuck in that where they're like, ah, I'm just useless. I can't do this. And we all go there. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's being able to recognize like, uh-oh, I'm doing it again. Yeah. Well, recognize it for what it is. Yeah. And let go of it. Bless and release it. You you don't serve me any good anymore and I release you. Doesn't mean that it's not going to come back. We have self-will. There's lots of things that are, you know, in play here. But we can choose to let that go and we can replace it with something else. Um, there was something I was going to say and apparently it wasn't that important. Oh, um, you know, choosing to do something else, to catch yourself in it. You, you know, you don't have to do, you know, some people put a band where they can flick the band. It, there's all kinds of tips and, and things that you can do in terms of that. But when we talk about stress, you know, too, as, as well, one of my tips that I want to give with that is, you know, that external, the internal, you know, whatever it is, is I find myself, when I am at that high stress level and I feel, you know, your heart is racing, your blood pressure is up, you can't breathe, um, you know, I'm trying to control people, places, and things, um, you know, always, 
every single time. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. And for me, I have to pray and I have to give it back to who's in charge, mm -hmm. which is not me. <laughs> at all doesn't mean I ha don't do the footwork it just means I am not in charge now whatever it looks like for you whether it's the universe the energy the whatever it looks like you're still part of a bigger picture you're still part of a bigger plan and you need to allow that to have their say it's not up to you it's not up to you the other thing um, with the whole thing is choosing to look at what we have instead of what we don't have. Mm -hmm. You know, that, you know, attitude of gratitude, the gratitude journals, you know, there's so many talks about that, but you can do it just simply in your head when you find yourself in that spot is, wait a minute, I have good things. Maybe all you can say, uh, you know, at some times in my life, all I've been able to say is, you know what, I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the, the funk that I'm in and the place that I'm in, but I know I'm a child of God and that's a good thing. And that's what I'm going to focus on, you know, so you'll find one phrase, one thing that you can be grateful for, and that will help take you out of that negative beat down want desire spot, you know, and, and accept it, you know, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Exactly. And I love that you talked about, you know, the attitude of gratitude. So one of my big changes in the last eight years has been my daily practice, right? Mm -hmm. What do I do every day to do that detox in my life? Because I've been really working on the food part of it, but also really on what's going on up in my head because oh. that was right messed up before. And I used to call myself, you know, the general manager of the universe. And <laughs> I would joke about that, right? When I first went into recovery, I was like, there's some days where I feel like I'm just like you said, you're trying to control everything and it's exhausting. But if people would just do what I tell them to do, my golly, wouldn't this be so much better? <laughs> so much better. So I find, I, you know, daily practice, and I know you know this as well. What does your daily practice look like? Like your morning practice, your evening practice? How do you stay mentally, physically detoxed? Okay, so, uh, oh my gosh, I've got lots of things. That I do, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're talking about detox here. So number one is when I wake up, all right, let's, 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 Number one, see this thing right here, and I don't know if we're doing a lot of video with this, but I'm showing a cell phone. All notifications are turned off. Yes. That's number one. I am extremely intentional with my time, period. Um, I set time. I do time blocking uh, with my time. So, so this thing uh, is, is uh, there's no notifications on. And I, I will go in, I have time that I check my emails, I have time that I check social media, um, but, but this does not rule me. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want notifications turned on. Number two, this is never in my bedroom, ever, ever. Wow. The, um, we, I don't want the EMFs, I don't want the distraction, it is not in my bedroom, go buy a darn alarm clock. You don't need this next to you and let it go, let it go. Um, so that's the cell phone. Number two is I get up at the same time and I go to bed at the same time every single day. Yep. Your body needs to know its routine. I, when I wake up in the morning, I have my cup of coffee. I sit down and I do prayer and meditation and I do brain tapping. 
um, which is amazing. Uh, look it up. It's uh, phenomenal because it's not just meditation. It actually walks your brain through the different waves um, that, that neuro neurologically you need to go through, and, and it's amazing. So I spent about 30 minutes in that, um, you know, with prayer, meditation, journaling, um, writing my thoughts out, and then I get ready for the day and whatever my block schedule is going to look like. Uh, other things that I do is I drink lots of water. Water is so, so very healthy for detox in the body. Uh, we want to make sure that we're drinking at least half our body weight in ounces of clean water. We'll, we'll talk about other things, you know, later. Um, I eat healthy, you know, we, and, and listen, everybody's got a different opinion of what healthy is, but what, if it, it is, if your grandmother didn't recognize it as food, you should not be eating it. If you can't, um, you just shouldn't be eating it. If it's coming out of a box, um, you know, if it has more than five ingredient list, you know, on it, it's full of preservative, it's full of all kinds of nasty chemicals that you don't want, and just get into whole foods. And honestly, it's much easier than, you know, what you think that it is. Mm -hmm. So that's there. Um, if I need some extra boosting, a couple of things that you can do. I use an infrared sauna um, that gets me sweating. Uh, I move. I exercise every single day. I'm sweating through that. I love the infrared sauna because there's so many uh, additional health benefits from it. But if you don't have one of those accessible to you, you can do a bath. Soak a uh, half a cup of Epsom salts and a half a cup of baking soda. Put that into your um, bath and you will be sweating 20 minutes. Sitting that as hot as you can stand it for 20 minutes. Get out. Go take a nice cool shower because you need to get all those toxins rinsed off your body. Um, it's pulling it out. Do that several times a week. It's amazing. I'm going to try that. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I add essential oils to it as well. I told you essential oils were my gateway, so I use essential oils for a lot of stuff. But um, uh, just doing that alone is going to be amazing, you know, for you, for your body. Um, eating healthy. I removed toxins. Listen, we can't remove all toxins out of our life, right? There, we're going to have some toxins out there. So we just have to minimize the exposure the best that we can. So learning, you know, what is it in these different areas? Take one step. You know, it took me two years to get completely toxin-free in my home. Uh, you know, so I do the course, the five days to a toxin-free home. You can learn exactly. I walk you room by room. I tell you exactly what to get rid of, what to replace it with. I do a ton of recipes in the course, um, you know, so you'll see me making all kinds of things. And if you're not a DIYer, trust me, I got easy buttons for you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so minimize the exposure, you know, the best that you can. Um, be healthy with the body. You know, when we think about being healthy, we think about movement and what we eat, but we have to look at the exposures that we've got inside our home. Um, you know, that's important as well, the mental, you know, aspect of it. And, you know, for sleeping, um, you know, to make sure I, I get a good night's sleep, I already said this is not in my bedroom. I don't have a tablet, computer. Uh, an hour before bed, 
no electronics, no TV, get that, let that brain settle down. If you try to go to bed after you've just watched TV or you were on your computer, you haven't given your body that time to develop its natural melatonin. Mm -hmm. So it knows it's in shutdown mode and it's time to go to sleep. Get it dark in your bedroom. Um, it should be five degrees cooler than what daytime is. That also signals the body to develop more melatonin by cooling your bedroom down. Um, so dark, cool, and no electronics, and, and then stay on the same schedule. And then, you know, life is going to be a whole lot better. That's a whole lot that I put out there, but that, that's really a lot of my daily routine. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's a whole lot more, but that's kind of the basics. Well, and I think the key there was consistency because people always ask me, you know, oh, why do you have to leave now? I said, you know what? Come 7.30, I'm reading. And I said, I read till 8.30 and then I go to bed because I get up in between 4 and 4.30 and my body naturally gets up before my alarm even goes off anymore. And I feel so much better. And I don't waver on that unless it's something that's super important and it might run a half an hour over that's really important to me and i said i wake up every morning i literally cannot and this has been i've really worked on this in the last year and a half um since i've created a really defined vision for what i want in my life and i'm excited you know i wrote the book i got my story out there that was very therapeutic as well yes. and we'll talk about your book in a minute um i can't wait to go to bed at night because i am so excited to wake up in the morning and <laughs> People think I'm crazy, but it's true. And it's everything that I've done to live a consistent, happy, healthy, fulfilled life. And I struggle, but my struggles now, I look at them as, you know what? I guess I'm having a bad day today because maybe tomorrow something real good is going to happen and it's going to feel so much better now. Well, you know, it's a perspective. How do we want to look at it? But, but the consistency is key. Consistency is huge that you have to do these things day in and day out. Listen, our bodies did not get to where they are overnight. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen that way. It happened day by day, product by product, you know, item by item. And it's going to take time for our bodies to get out of that as well. You have to put in the work. This does not happen overnight. It is not something that you can, and, and you know, so many people want these easy buttons, like, well, just prescribe something for me. Well, no, if that's what you want, stay over in the medical community. You know, mm -hmm. doctors are good. I'm not saying doctors are bad. If, if you've got a crisis, you have a broken bone, you have, you know, a medical emergency, you know, chron uh, not chronic, but I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Great. You know, go to the doctor. But if you're getting treated from the doctor for things like mental health, for things like gut issues, for things like, um, you know, cardiovascular, you know, all these types of things, you, you have lifestyle. The, the Centers for Disease Control tells us that what we eat, how we move, and our environment are the three contributing factors to whether we're going to develop a disease or not. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> because it means I've got control. The American Cancer Society tells us better than 50% of cancers are lifestyle related. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in our control. We just have to choose what we're going to do with that. Yeah. And, you know, I talk to a lot of people that they say they desperately want to change 
But, you know, you and I both know from experience that you're not going to change if you don't really want to. If you haven't felt like you actually are hopeless and it's like, okay, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You you won't change because I hear people all the time. They're like, I really want to lose weight. But what would you recommend to get the weight off fast? And to that, I say, you know what? You got to implement a plan. You got to implement goals. You got to start living a more healthy, balanced lifestyle. And you can't want it to happen tomorrow. <laughs> you well, have to enjoy you, the journey. And you need a reason for it. And I mean, beyond just, I want to lose weight, right? Yeah. Losing weight is more... I would call a symptom, right? Why? Why do you want to lose weight? You know, for me, um, becoming healthier, I have 12 grandkids. I don't want to be an absentee grandma. I don't want to be a grandma that's sitting on a chair watching them play and do their things. I have, you know, we're retired, my husband and I. Well, (laughs) I think I'm retired. (laughs) Kind of retired. You know, we want to travel and we're active, very, very active. And I knew in order for me to have that lifestyle that I want to have, there's different choices I'm going to have to make today. Mm-hmm. How important is this to me? Yeah. You, know, you have to get weight loss is just, that's, that's not the goal. That's mm-hmm. not what it is about. Why? Why? Yeah. Why yeah. do you want to lose the weight? Are you sick and tired of not not having energy? Are you sick and tired of your body hurting? Are you sick and tired of not being able to do the things that you want to be able to do? It, the weight loss isn't the isn't the key. There's yeah. something else underneath there, and you've got to get to that. You got to peel those layers back of the onion to get to the center. And if you can't get to the center, because your why should make you ball. It should make you like. Oh, you know, and it should scare the living bejesus out of you as well. You mm-hmm. know, it really should. Then now you've gotten to the center of your onion. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. So <laughs> let's, I could go on for hours with you. You know that. And when we get on our calls, it's like, okay, I really got to go. I really got to go now. <laughs> we have time blocked we're, and we're both very, you know, like diligent with our time. Yeah. So Um, Let's talk about the book. What inspired you to write the book and where can people find it? Um, So the Toxin Terminator, Finding Focus, Energy, and Renewed Health by Removing Hidden Toxins. Number one, I said, what we eat, um, what did I say? What we eat, how we move, and, and our environment are the three contributing factors to disease. There are so many people out there talking about food. There's so many people out there talking about exercise. And, you know, at the time when I got into this, there was not a lot of, of people out there talking about our environment. And it is a huge critical piece of the puzzle because they're all important. But if you only do one and not the other two, you're not going to have true optimal health and wellness. And I wanted to talk about this because there's that, you know, that fallacy out there that if it's sold at, in the store, it is absolutely safe for me and I can bring it home to my house. And it's not true. It's so not true. And I wanted to bring light to that and, and show people, here's some of the common things, you know, and here's some of the things that you can do to reverse. And here's the thing. I had um, 
headaches every single day of my adult life. I had migraine headaches two to three times a week that actually I would lose the vision on my left side, gone. You know, incapacitated me. And removing fragrance from my home absolutely took away every single one of those symptoms. So it was so easy to do one change Mm -hmm. made all the difference in the world to that one portion of my chronic disease and it was like i did this for years you know of taking all this and i wanted people to understand that sometimes it's as simple as that one thing that you have to change to absolutely impact the quality of life that you have Mm -hmm. and we're going to put links in the show notes to buy the book i'm going to be posting it in the group and all that stuff yep my website will connect you with everything so if you go to my website i believe right at the top of the page is you know uh an opportunity to purchase the book you can get into the course if you want to listen to the podcast if you want to join me in any of my social media honestly the the website is the best way to go that's going to connect you if you want to i do free 10-minute consultations Uh, happy to talk with you, especially after you do a free toxic risk assessment. Um, Sometimes that opens eyes to people. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. Why is she asking this question? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So you know how to get a hold of Amy and I'm going to, you know, I would love to do actually a live within the Facebook community and talk about your course. I'm going to put the uh, link for the course as well so everybody can take it. Um, But just to get into this more, because I know there's so many directions we could go um, <laughs> and we could talk for hours, but thank you so much, Amy, for being on the show. I appreciate you so much. Oh, Tamara, you're such a gracious host and, and I just love your energy and being able to come out and, you know, add this little piece of the, of the pie, um, you know, to your listeners. Um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and make sure you go check out what Amy does. Check out her podcast and when you're there, make sure you leave her a rating and review. Show her some love. And don't forget, if you haven't already, make sure you join us on the Discover Your Ikigai Facebook challenge. It's starting today. You don't want to miss out. And you know what? If you do miss it, it's okay. You can always head on over to my website, which is theroadforward.ca, and I have an ongoing workshop as well. So you got two places to go, but I would love to see you in the challenge because let's finish 2020 off strong. Until next time, be safe out there. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my mission is to empower you to live up to your true potential because you're capable of so much more than you think. I know from experience it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I work with people to help them create a vision, define their goals, and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you'd like to learn more about my individual and group coaching, visit my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And when you're there, make sure you sign up for one of my free live workshops so you can start your journey today.